to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode... 11? 12? Because we did the... 10... It's always worse Why because we... Why do we do this? Why can't we just write we... it down? No, the problem is we record, like when we do our midweek one, we record that before it's released. So we're recording now before that midweek one was released. Yeah. So in our heads we know we've done an episode... 11. Yeah. But it just happened. As at, at time of recording, this would be the 11th episode to come out. Yeah. Or am I chatting shit there? I think you're chatting shit. I think, it, I think it's the complete opposite way. It's because I forget to count the midweek ones. 10 was The Conjuring, I think, because we argued about that. Yeah. So this will be 12 then. Yeah. 11 is the story that comes out tomorrow because yeah. we're recording on Wednesday. And Monday's episode, which is Lost Boys, is no. 12. Yeah. There we go. We've smashed it. We got there eventually. Okay. So. Any experiences previously with this film? Or? It's one of my favourite... No, not favourite films, but it's definitely up there. It's uh, just everything about it. I think it's a, a class film. It's got some good twists in it. I don't think it's a classic as in a classic. I think it's a cult classic. So it's like... It, not in terms of the same genre, but it's sort of like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Scream. It's when I was watching it, it was Goonies-esque. Like, the kids in that in, it, yeah. in the film just made it so... And it's so 80s. It's unbelievable. But I watched, this was another one that my dad rented from good old Popping Shop. Was it? I never yeah. remember it. Yeah, because you, you weren't invited at that point. I thought it was going to say I wasn't born at that point. I was say, what age were you watching him? No, you were definitely born at that point. I think I think you must have been asleep because you would have only been, so I was six. So you'd have been two. Yeah, right. so you'd have been asleep. So we went to Popping Shop, rented Lost Boys. It's another one my mum beefed at. She's six years old. Why is she watching a vampire film? It was great. I loved it. I still love it. It's quite scary. I think I I find the older films quite For scary. What it is, yeah, yes. it's got um, definitely got that that twang to it of being mm. being it's like <laughs> it's got you know what I mean though. It's not it's not a film you'd watch and think this is a a horror film where you're there to be scared shitless. But it's got it's got moments in it where you kind of like whoa, or like I think that I've got it down on here that the makeup when the vampires is actually it's so simple but it works. Yeah. It, it is it's terrifying. Say the word again. What word? Twang. Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so I'm going to kick us off. This is the first episode we've not watched the film together. Yeah. So Ollie's going on shifts, bless him. He's leading a hard life right now. and We don't have time in the we week don't, to, We to don't watch, have time to watch, to watch film together. together. And your bed is so uncomfortable. Well, what, what do you mean to do? I can't, well, we I can't have my room in, in my bed, but we never... No, but then we watch on an iPad. I've got a 4K ultra high definition beast to, to watch it on. Og. <laughs> To be fair, I think I think it was the cheapest one I could get at the time. It's a Chinese oh, brand. That's the best thing I've ever done. Right, so I will kick us off with the best opening song ever. Yeah, I, but that's my first point. It's a good soundtrack in the film. I was just telling to I was just telling Oliver that all day today because I watched it yesterday. Um, all I was doing all around school was going thou shalt not and I couldn't finish it because I don't really know the rest of the words it is quite catchy yeah it is it keeps us going forever so we've got the opening scene and a fight breaks out on the carousel they're on a carousel and the, all the vampires are there 
and the so he sort of starts flirting with this guy's girlfriend and yeah. fight breaks out and they all get kicked off. Quick little fun fact that I haven't written down here but it kept getting mentioned. The order in which we see the vampires and they get kicked off is the reverse order of when they are killed in the is it? film. Yeah. That's not something you'd notice at watch you could watch it a hundred times and I just don't think I'd ever pick up on that. Alright. Surely you've read that somewhere. Well that's what I said. I read it and I, oh, I thought it. You meant, oh you said you haven't written it down. I thought you meant you haven't researched it. No, I read it, I it and it's say, stuck it in my head. It. Policeman is killed who threw him off the carousel. They're the first to go. I and mean, I thought that was really weird because I never remember the policeman getting killed. I remembered the couple getting killed. I remember the policeman. It's the, yeah, it's the opening. Yeah, I didn't remember. That's strange. So then we are introduced to Santa Carla and Sam, Michael and Lucy, the mother, are moving over there because Lucy got divorced and left. We're now on this bit because they're in, what's it called? Santa Carla. Yeah. Um, and it's like the murder capital of the world. Yeah. But there's, there's no reported murders. It's disappearances. It's all missing posters. They never talk about finding bodies. So it's called the murder capital of the world. Surely it would be the disappearance or... Because all throughout the film, there's always stapled posters of missing kids. Yeah, or missing, it's so not. it's not... The, the, the body's never found. And then later on in the film, when they kill some, they, they burn the bodies. Uh, when you see yeah. them kill for the first time, like, properly. So I, I just think murder capital of the world, like, are the murders or are the disappearances? Yeah. I'm going to weave another little fun fact in there for you. Santa Carla's not actually a real place. It didn't look like a real Santa place. Ca- it's a real place, but it's not called Santa Carla. It's Santa Cruz in California. Right. And the only reason they were allowed to film there, the condition was that they changed the name of the town because they didn't want to be known as the murder capital of the world. It just looked like a giant butlins to me. It looked great. It does look good. And, and Sam was so pissed off about the fact it's, he had to move there. And I was like, shut up, It's Sam. almost trance-like. Like, it's just so... There's a lot of like bright lights and colours throughout the whole film. And yeah. it's, it's quite trance-like. And it's quite alternative as well. I mean, I'm not ahead on 80s fashion. I wasn't alive in the 80s. But it seems like the photos and things like that and the fashion and... It, it seems quite punk rocky and gothic and they mm. all seem very alternative there. It's very pop culture Yeah, so Sam's complaining about it. He doesn't shut up about him not wanting to move there, but I thought it was really nice. Like I would love to visit there. I, can I just also play a shout-out to the skyline shots as well? So when they're skimming over the... I don't know how they did it. I've got that down. The, the It's like bird-like camera shots, like because yeah. it's, it's displaying. You never see... You never actually see the the vampires flying about, but you get these shots which show you that almost like a killer's POV, like in horror films when you get Jason's POV. On. Well, I likened it to Jaws, so you never see Jaws swimming in the water, yeah. but you get Jaws's perspective. I, I'd imagine that'd be a budget thing because yeah. they could, if you have a big budget, which I'd imagine this film didn't. I'm sure I'll find out later what the budget was, but <laughs> I think we I, I doubt they'd have had a massive budget. So for it's, and it's. It's an eerie shot when they're flying over places, so mm. I think money well saved. Yeah, I think it was really well done. We get the... They, they go in for, like, a night at the carnival thing. I don't I don't really want to call it a carnival because it seems like it's their boardwalk, isn't it? Yeah. Why did we stop having galas? Covid. No, but we stopped having galas <laughs> way before that, unless they preempted Covid from years to come. Kids have just changed, haven't they? Kids are interested in... That's what I mean, they're interested in phones and that now, aren't they? Not, not going out and... Throwing, but hooking rubber ducks. They don't shit. know what they're missing. They don't. They can know. just do it on their iPhone now. I'm pretty sure there'll probably be an app there won't of be an some app, sort to hook a duck. Um, this is where Michael sees Star for the first time, as well. And I, when I just remember, when I was 
when I remember the memory of when I was six watching this for the first time and I just thought she was the prettiest girl I'd ever seen in my entire she is, life. She's a good looking good looking girl. Yeah, and I did, oh, I thought she was absolutely stunning. The we then cut towards Lucy, the mother, looking for a job. She sees a lost child. We can see she's quite a caring woman and then Max takes note of that and sees that she's looking after this small yeah. boy. And I think it's really clever that the film's called Lost Boys. And the Lost Boy is what Max sees Lucy taking care of. Yeah, if just a question, and you probably won't remember because it'll be that long ago since you first watched it, but when they first come into that shop scene, I got the impression that Max was like a geeky shop owner. And when the boys came in, they're like the bad boys around, around town. Mm. And he said... Like obviously you find out later in the film that he's their boy, so he was telling like his kids don't come in here anymore. But when I first watched it, I was like, Oh, it's some like kids who think they're all yeah. this and he's just a star owner Messing saying, about in the saying I've told you you're bad you trouble, stay out. Well no, I you know what, at six years old, I definitely didn't think Max was the villain. <laughs> and actually it, it was a great twist. Throughout the whole film, I, I wrote this down, I said, You you wouldn't suspect Max at all, especially after the dinner. It completely throws you off. It's a complete red herring. Yeah, the only point where you might start to think, possibly, yeah, it might have been when the dog attacks... What's her name? Lucy. Lucy. Because then he starts talking about hellhounds and it's putting two and two together. Yeah. and But I I didn't... And I think... I didn't... I haven't watched this film a lot. I've watched this film a few times, but I do remember watching it as a teenager for the first time since I've watched it as a child. And I was still shocked because I'd forgotten that Max was the head vampire. And yeah. so I was like, oh, holy shit. And it is. I, I wouldn't have guessed it. I, yeah, I think a... if I'd have been watching this for the first time, I wouldn't have guessed it. It's a good twist. Yeah, I really liked it. Lucy ends up getting a job with Max and it all seems hunky-dory all is well. Sam goes into the comic book shop and this is the first time he meets the twins. Twins brothers? I don't know if they're twins. I suppose they're brothers. Brothers. Definitely brothers. Yeah. And they sort of like push a vampire comic towards us where they're like, you're going to need this. I love I love them them triangle of people. Yeah, like, I think they're they so funny. funny. It's one-liners. Yeah, they are funny. We then get our second kill, well, second and third kill of the film. So the couple, and I think it was, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it was the couple from the first night on the carousel that the Lost Boys, were, like the group, were fighting with. They're the couple that they kill. It makes sense. I, think, I never, I, I didn't notice when I watched it today. Yeah, but it's once again those skyline shots. It was yeah. From they, the they car. Don't, there's not, there's not really any gore in it. There's a little bit towards the end, but it's not, it's not one of them films, is it? It's not a slasher. It's not a. It's weird. It's it's like it's, a, it's like film. a Goonies film. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cult film. It's like definitely. a bit more in like darker than the Goonies. See, I don't think if you, there are some students in my class that I know would appreciate this film. But I think if you showed it to like a general, if we showed this film to Eloise, I don't think she'd be interested. I don't think she'd enjoy no, it. No, I think I think mum made what well, made me watch it. She liked this film, didn't she? And yeah. I watched it with her once, and it was just something about it. It's one of them films where you do, you can't explain it to someone, and people be like, "Oh, I've got to see that." Yeah. You've Whereas got to see it it's for yeah, it's just one of them things that you just happen to watch, and then once you watch it, you it's in your books, isn't it? Yeah. To go back I, and watch again. I completely agree. So. This is what I didn't understand, I think, beforehand. I think I got it when we found out a little bit more. But Michael's sort of buying this leather jacket. He saw what David and his group were wearing and he saw the earring and he was like, he's contemplating getting it. 
And so he's sort of trying to fit in yeah. with the scene that's going around. Um, what I don't understand is the hold that David has on Star. I know that he turned her. I grasp that. But why does she follow him? Like, is it is it something to do with... Because she would have presumably drank his blood as well as my well, blood. Well, we find out that Dave... I think towards the end there's a line and it states that David only knew who the lead... No, the other boys must have done. But David was definitely seen as the, the head of yeah, that group. Yeah, he was the leader of the group. So, and I, I don't know. I, I think maybe it's something to do with the fact that she's just scared or maybe the hold is that he he can turn that little boy or kill that little boy and she, yeah, she's protective over him. Yeah, So yeah, I get what you're saying, but... Yeah, I didn't understand the hold. However, at the beginning, I'm not sure Star was originally very interested in Michael because we find out later on that David had led Lord Michael in so that he could be Star's first kill. Did he? Yeah. It's mentioned later on in the film. She said that the night that Michael came back down and they ended up sleeping together, like that was set up deliberately so Star could kill him, but she didn't. But I, I always thought the agenda was because at the end, Max says the plan was always for your boys to turn yeah. and then you'd have no choice. So it would have been the leaders, the leaders would have been saying to to David, we need to turn him. So, yeah. so why would he get Star to kill him? I don't know, but it is mentioned later on in the film mm. that, that, contradi- Star w- that, con- that contradicts itself. Yeah, like- unless when she says you were meant to be my first kill... You, more you were meant to be my first bite sort of thing that would turn you into a vampire perhaps i don't know but i don't think I, I, this i've got this down in my notes about the film i don't this film doesn't go with the cliche vampire no, it and i think that the way you, the way you turn is you get your first kill and that's when you become a full mm. vampire so i don't or know you drink somebody's blood you drink somebody's blood i think but they drank dave he drank david's blood that i think that's the half turn you're drinking a vampire's yeah. blood and then the other half would be to get your first kill yeah because it in that scene when they're all around the bonfire and he's saying it's time to have your first mm. like get your first kill yeah and it's like once you've done it once that's it you're a vampire because yeah. uh star hasn't done it and that little boy, little hasn't, boy done hasn't done it either but, and they're all the ones who got turned back yeah and i, I thought star says she says to date she says to michael like david said you know when Sam helps Michael in the house. I know what, I know what you're saying, yeah. She says, you were supposed to be my first. I'm not sure then, because that does yeah. contradict itself a bit. It's an odd one. But anyway, we've got Star gets on the bike with David and, you know, they they, they go on about racing, don't they? Yeah. And he says, you don't have to win, you just have to keep up. So they're going through... Initiation. In, or, yeah, or it's like an initiation, isn't it? So they're absolutely hammering it down... This foggy beach. area. Yeah, it's like a beach cliffside sort mm. of thing. And Michael sees the cliff drop just in time, kicks off at David, and you're looking pondering. I've just thought that I've also contradicted myself. Go on. Does this all happen on the first night? Second night. Right, then ignore me. Then I haven't contradicted myself. Okay. Because he sees Star the first night when she's dancing along to the Yeah, guy. and he just gets on the bike and goes off. Yeah. And the second night when he asks her the for food. The second night, Because yes. I was going to say, well, how would Max have told David, to, like, in the time that Max met Lucy, was yeah. it? Like, how would he know who her son is, like, to get him involved to, for David to start initiating him? Very true, yeah. But if it was a second night, that makes sense because he could have said to David. Yeah. And I suppose if they're, the thing is, if they've been vampires and around that time, like around that town all this time, they'll know a new face when they see one. So it would have been easy to point out. But Lucy didn't mention, I don't recall in the conversation with Max, that she had 
Michael and Max. So the, sorry, Michael and Sam. So there might not have been a link there just she yet. She says he has two boys, doesn't she? She has two boys, but she doesn't mention who they are. This is what I'm saying, though. I think they'd know a new face. They spend all, yeah, they spend yeah. every night on that beach. Like but it says, it's, they'll get a lot of tourists. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. It it could be anything, but maybe it's just we're, overlooked we're looking in the film. Too, too in depth into it. I think. Yeah. So they do all that. They go to this their layer, I suppose you could call it, and it's an old abandoned nightclub that ended up caving in. Yeah. From an earthquake, and they bring in Chinese. This is another vampire myth. They kick off that only vampires can drink like vampires can only drink blood because yeah. they're sitting there munching on chinese we never see david eat it but we see the rest of the group eat it yeah and no david does eat it does he yeah oh yeah he says they're just noodles yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah he does thank you for correcting so they played these sort of tricks on michael and i don't think it's to be funny i think it's to see how much he believes and the thing is that I noticed that they gave him a joint before. So all this time in, in Michael's head, it could be off. Because you can tell it's his first time doing it. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm seeing things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so is, like, is the whole thing some sort of ritual? So is it like one big test? I think I think a lot of it is they're just fucking around with him. Because they're, they're all laughing in the background and all jumping around and getting giddy. I think it's just it's just them toying with him. Because I don't, I don't think David likes him because of, because of Star. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe that's why David told Star to kill Michael because he didn't like him and it gets David off the stick if, if Star kills him. Yeah. And Max is like, I told you to initiate him. He's like, oh, Star couldn't help herself. She wanted that kill. Whatever. Because we see that nothing... Rom- we don't see anything particularly romantic between no, David and Star. It's just a possession thing. It is. It's a possession thing, definitely. Michael ends up drinking from the bottle and we find out later that that's David's blood. And if you drink... A vampire's blood you sort of become like this half vampire and then it goes into this sort of montage sequence where he looks off his face and he's sort of like swaying he, about he euphoric and... yeah Ooh. good one that wasn't it what are you, what who are you i've done a lot of writing today well i say a lot not that much to i be love fair. it i love it this is my second copy of the notes wow what happened to your first copy of the notes I had to write them on the back of the job sheet from work. So I didn't want to take this book to work so it'll get covered in shit and stuff. Just an old job Aww. sheet. Have you written about your books? You wanted them in your book? Yeah, just so it's all, it's it's in chronological that's, order. That's quite, that's, don't, don't make it up, you just like the book. Yeah, I do, yeah. But it's, it's just, it, it looked weird to have like episode 10 and episode. Yeah, then maybe yeah. we like it to be synchronised. Yeah. I understand this. Then Michael ends up going, did they go on the bridge that night, that same night? Yes. Yeah, now this one throws me slightly. I do sort of get it, but then I don't sort of get it as well. So, A, what did Michael think was going to happen? Like, one, if you go on that bridge, you ain't going to be able to pull yourself up. So, surely he must have realised something, unless he was drunk on blood and... See, I think you could get up from that bridge, but the, the thing is, they, like, if... Not me, or not you, but someone who's in average... Well, that's going to sound bad, but we're like we're not gym freaks. We're not fitness freaks. Like, we, don't, we, like we couldn't do three pull-ups if we got asked to now. I probably could if it was a right day. No, but no, do, you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like If, if you if you quickly jump down onto a bar and then you realise you was going to fall to your death, you'd, you'd find the strength to get back up. But they're hanging down there for a while and yeah. then the train comes the train up and the vibration. Them. So he's, by that point, you wouldn't have the body strength to pull yourself up. Yeah. And by this point as well, I did forget to mention, Star must show some feeling towards Michael because every time 
the messing around or the doing something. She's like, you know, you don't have to do it. You she know? tells him not to drink the blood. Well, yeah. she tells him it is blood, but by this point, it's what he cried wolf. They'd said it was maggots and it was noodles. Yeah, so it's rice like, yeah, whatever. Et cetera, et cetera, yeah. So Michael jumps off this train track and he's hanging there and they're all sort of ducking down into the beyond. Did Michael die then? Did he half die? I don't know. I think I think they must have caught him or something. But because I think that I when I was watching it today, it's good that I've only watched it today because it's all fresh in my mind. Yeah. But the first vampire that jumps or the second says good night. So is that how they go? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why has he said that? Or is he saying yeah, good night to Michael's sense. and you're about to go to sleep? It makes sense. And the idea that they're dropping as well, obviously, I don't know why in my head that I thought vampires couldn't fly just then but yeah vampires can fly yeah so, so they, could it, they could have caught him and maybe that's part of the trust thing mm. like how much how far are you willing to trust i think me? i think yeah i think there was pushing him to the point where he thought like these like i can do anything with these people like they're just yeah. like they they nearly drove off the edge of a cliff and he, he must he must feel reassurance from the fact that they're still here like well they do this crazy yeah. shit all the time i mean how old would we say michael was 17 16 17 18 About, well, 18 18 probably so an adult. it's that idea that you know when you're younger i say this like i'm 50 when you're younger but you're more you're invincible mm. you, you feel like nothing can hurt you and so that's sort of what michael goes through and it's it's, a, it's just moved to a to an unfamiliar town and you can you can tell these these uh lost boys have got a, like a like a swagger with them and that they look like they own the place and he's wanting yeah. to fit in like for star but as well, well he's on his own isn't yeah he? he's trying to prove himself to him by by having the bollocks and driving him and trying to keep up with him so he's yeah. he's constantly trying to fit in yeah definitely and then you you're very right so we can imagine like they catch him he ends up floating back onto the bed and then the next thing we know is sam wakes him up and he's saying mum's on the phone and you know he's sleeping until late out later hours he needs sunglasses I've missed a very important point, important to me when I watched it. Um, this is well early on in the film when they first move in and the, the, the first view of the house. Yeah. And the, the oh, granddad the opens granddad. up the granddad opens up the door and he's like, This is the my this is second shelf is mine. And he's got Oreos in there. I thought Oreos are quite a recent thing. I didn't know they've been How around have that Oreos long. Been around? This is what when was that film made? A while ago. How long have they been around? Is it just recently become a UK thing? Maybe because Oreos... I we know didn't Oreos have Oreos were, as kids growing up. Oreos were established in the UK a lot later than they were established in the US. Because when he said Oreos, I was like, what? I thought they were only invented when <laughs> the last... Extra thick Oreos. Like the, Why have yeah. we not got that? Well, we have, haven't we? Have we got them here? Or maybe you can get them from American shops, the double thickness ones. 1912. Fucking Oreos hell. have been around since 1912. I told you it was an, an important fuck? point. Because when he brought it up, I was like, since when were they fucking When you were around? like, I'm just going to bring them out that's uh, close to my heart here. <laughs> Fucking Oreos came I just, out. I just couldn't believe it. That's insane. 1912. It must have just been a recent UK thing. What happened in 1912? Titanic sank in 1912. World War I? What's that going on then? 19... Thir- no, it was... Was it 13 or 14? It was 1914. Four- yeah, 1914. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Fucking hell. Who else is weird? Well, that's Your car keys have travelled further than your car. Oh, shit. That's fucking weird as well. Any Off topic, right. that's <laughs> fucking weird as well. Anyway, let's bring it back. I think about that a lot more than I probably that's should. crazy. Anyway, so we've got Lu- uh, Lucy, Sam and Michael's mum is on the phone and she's asking if, you know, Michael could look after Sam tonight because she's got a date with Max. Yeah. And so begrudgingly, Michael agrees. 
and we cut towards the evening. Now we see that the granddad's got grand his grandpa, isn't it? It's grandpa, American. Yeah. The grandpa's going out the day. I fucking love the grandpa. He makes me piss some of the stuff he comes out it's with. Fun. They've got they've got some funny characters in here that are trying to be funny like yeah. force with the kids are acting like teenage kids. The the grandpa's just it was funny. Like was like, let's person. go to town. Fucking and then he turns the car off. off. Gets out. That's as close to town as I like to get. That's what he said. <laughs> I really like him. He's so cool. But he's got a hot day, and uh, he says, "Don't he?" He's like, "Have we got anything that can substitute for after shape, like after shape?" And Sam's like, "Windex." Yeah. And he's like, spraying it on. on him. Another point I've just missed, and this is probably the biggest one I I got from this movie, and it'll mean nothing more to you. More than Oreos. More than Oreos, and it'll mean nothing to you, but. David, who's, I might butcher his name, is it Kiefer Sutherland? Sutherland? Yeah. I was listening to the film today and I was like, fuck me, I have heard that voice before. Like, when he's shouting Michael and stuff, I'm like, I know that voice. And I was walking around work all day thinking, where the fuck do I know that voice from? And it wasn't until about 20 minutes before I left work when I was watching the end of the film. Um, I was like, that's it. I used to play Call of Duty World at War fucking religiously. Yeah, was it. you were obsessed. Yeah, and he is a voice actor for one of the... Shut up, Yeah, no I was. I, did you hear me playing it just before we started? Then I was listening, you, you might have heard like... Yeah, I, was, I heard the name. So I was watching videos of it and it. that's why. Oh shit, I didn't even know that. I was listening to it and it was bugging me for ages, but that's so weird because World at War is, was one of my favourite games and I played it so much and I just... It, like I thought, surely this is just a coincidence, and it's just similar voices, similar sounding voices. But it's such a distinct voice when he shouts and stuff. And I googled it, and I was fucking That's did a little insane. fist bump when I found out it was the same. Well, I I was just I wasn't being rude. I was googling them because one of the actors in this film died very very young, and I can't remember who it was. And I thought it was Kiefer Sutherland, but he's still alive. He's still alive. But there's one of one of the actors died quite young. And I couldn't remember who it was, so I was just checking that. Yeah. I think it's one of the brothers. I think it's Edgar that died young. Yeah. Because he was also in Gremlins, and it's the same sort of, the character yeah. died young, so I think it's him. But yeah, just a little extra fact there. So Grandad's gone out, and Michael and Sam are left together in the house, and Sam goes up for a bath after the motorcycle starts circling yeah. around the house. Now, I don't know whether that's them sort of goading Michael to come out and play sort of thing. Or... Yeah, it's another one of them. Is it all just... Uh, is it all just... Because they're getting enjoyment from winding Michael up and seeing Michael go for this transition because they've all done it themselves, I'd imagine. And they might know how mind-boggling it can be. And I think they're just trying to play up to it. Yeah. But it, it's... I think they're trying to confuse him more and more. Well, I think as well, part of being a vampire... Is you lose your humanity. Yeah. That's the point. And so they've like all that group minus Lonnie and Scar at uh, Scar, <laughs> Lion King, Lonnie and Star. They've not lost their humanity yet. They're still on that halfway point. But the rest of them have gone it. They're, like they've gone. So they've stopped circling the house. Um, Sam goes up for a bath and Nanook, who's the dog, the most beautiful dog. I was just like, oh, which doggy. survives. The dog survived. I know because I was like. Because it's been a while since I've watched this film. Obviously, when Michael starts turning and like mm. spills the milk and like he's going after Sam, Nanook jumps yeah. in, and I was like, "Oh my god, shit! Does the dog die?" I, I thought was I like, watch it I today. couldn't remember. But yeah, Nanook. Nanook's a hero. That's the type of dog I want. Yeah, that's what you big, need in big your old life. Husky. So he jumps Michael and scratches at him and bites him because he's protecting. Yeah. Sam, and it's good that you mentioned the hellhounds thing about Max because this was one of my big questions in the film and I didn't quite catch it. 
so like dogs sense the sort of like vampire now nanook kicks off but thorn max's dog kicks off at lucy so i was I, I but he doesn't kick off at Max, and I was really confused by that. But when you mentioned Hellhounds, the, I was like, right, okay. A Hellhound's job is to protect its owner while it's asleep during the day, which is why when oh shit yeah, which is why when she goes into his house, it goes fucking and he's asleep because, because he's asleep he's, because he's a vampire and he only comes out at night to to run the shop. You've just like you know when you just like connect two wires, it's like <laughs> yeah, that's why he that's attacks it. it's a Hellhound. Where did you learn owner. that on the film? It says did that. You, they're talking about in. They're talking about it when they're looking through the comic uh, comics. I could, it's brought. That it's brought up over my head, thing. and that's just. Bear in mind, I have watched it within the past four hours, so everything is still yeah, very fresh even, in my mind. Like I didn't even. Yeah, it's on the front of a comic. He said, I was more mind, focused Hellhounds. on the fact that it was on about vampires, like hellhounds, just completely went over my head. Yeah, it was protecting Max. Ah, oh, that's very clever. Right. Okay. So this makes more sense. So the motorbike circle, the house, Michael gets attacked by Nanook because he's going after Sam. And then Sam comes back down and Michael's like got a bloody hand and they see his reflection in the mirror and it's half disappeared. Yeah. And this is what finalises the idea. He's not quite a vampire yet, but he's yeah. no longer human. Like there's some, he's in that sort of changeling stage. He's in between. Lucy stands up Max because Sam's wrong panicked and she ends up coming home. It's very clever that the film makes Max a victim. We've talked about this, the idea that, oh, he's just a geeky guy. Yeah. You know, he, Lucy's getting another chance at being in love. And, you know, at one point, you know, I would rather probably have thought that Max ends up dead, especially when, because it's the same night that the the motorcycles come for mm. uh, Michael. They do the same to Max. And, it, and then there's the bat kite that comes flying down as well. And... Actually, it, it's there to sway you towards yeah, it's the not idea him. that, and I was like, "Oh shit, is he going to be killed?" Yeah, I was thinking that. But yeah, he wasn't killed obviously because he was well, he was, but a bit later on. There's a strong brotherly bond at this bit. Yeah, which it's I, nice. I like throughout the film. You root for it. It's like even though he's terrified and he's, but he still makes his one liners, and I, I, it's never too dark. And he lets him back in when he's flying outside, and I just, it's a good. See, you're rooting for the team. You're rooting Definitely. for him. He's not. There's not a character in this. Even the the vampires, I think they're just portrayed so well. Like you, you love you hate them, but you love them as well. Like the acting and stuff, and yeah, the the, the arrogance have got about them and stuff. Like the really good villains. See, and yeah, and I liked as well the fact that there was that bond. There, it wasn't so obvious that it was like, oh yeah, well siblings would never act like that. Yeah. But it was it was nice and it was natural and there was quite there was a natural bond between them. I do agree with that. So. Michael goes out and goes back to the cave and asks Star what's going on. And they end up sleeping together. Yeah, what you said might explain this about she was meant to be he was meant to be her first yeah. kill. But I thought Michael's gone in there, like you can he's sweating, he's panicking, he's like, What the fuck's happening? And she just puts it on him. I was like, Fucking hell. She does. Like there's no maybe that's because she was supposed to be killing him. Yeah, that could be true. But then I don't I don't know why I'd imagine a vampire shouldn't kill another vampire, really. Yeah, there's like laws against it, but then Lost Boys goes against. Yeah, the, but a I lot thought I, I didn't know why they turned him into a half vampire before. Because to kill, I wonder if to kill a half vampire, you still have the same rules apply, so you've got to put a stake through him or something. Because that's the only way that, if that's the only way to kill a vampire, then that's what Star would have had to have done to Michael. Yeah, yeah it's a weird one, but they end up sleeping together anyway, and. Lucy decides to go the, the very next day Lucy decides to go bring Max a bottle of wine to Max as an apology for standing him up at dinner because all you see is him sitting there in the 
restaurant and she just and you feel off. sorry for him when you it's do happening. you're like oh bless him because you know it's before the era of technology where you could just tap a text saying gotta go sun's in shit yeah so she goes and brings him the wine but she climbs well she goes through the gate and then thorn attacks her and so she's jumping out and hell hell that makes so much i feel like i'm gonna be able to sleep better tonight now mm. max is then as sort of a because they can never really meet each other they always get like sort of separated yeah. so max is now going to lucy's for dinner yeah. and i really really enjoyed this because you know six-year-old did me didn't know the rules of being a vampire at that point i think the closest i've come to it was the little vampire what a film that was Buffy the vampire slayer i never watched Buffy. i've not watched one episode i thought you used to watch it no i've never watched it either it's something i would like to watch though i feel like it but i need a lot of time i should have done it in lockdown should have done it in lockdown it's too late now so max is coming to dinner and as i say six-year-old me didn't know the rules of being a vampire so it it would have skated past my head but knowing what i know when it's like oh you know the man of the house you're the man of the house you've got to invite me in i didn't like i've got this down here and i, I know what you're about to say and it's it's such a great twist when you get when it's like you invited me in but um i thought the man of the house would have been grants because it's his house yeah i thought about this but i think but I, I, don't, I don't know if the rule applies to anyone in the household is able to invite you in. Yeah. It doesn't have to be you, the man If you the invite house. a vampire in. He just said that to kind of ask Mr. Michael to let him in the house. To let him in the house. But it doesn't, but doesn't necessarily have to be the man of the house. It was very cleverly done. So, there, there, there were some good twists in this movie. Some yeah. Some really good twists. And at this point, the two brothers as well have joined Sam for dinner. Because yeah. Michael's going out. So it's Sam, the Edgar and I don't know his last, the other name. I can't remember. Yeah, Edgar and whoever. And they're all sitting at the table together and they start doing these tests. So they put shaved garlic on his spaghetti yeah. and... Spill holy water on him. Spill holy water on him. And then the lights go out and they put a mirror to his face as well. And all of these are perfectly all right and they don't change anything yeah. because he's been invited into the house, which means that the rules don't apply. means that, I think he quotes it as them being power- powerless. Yeah, because yeah. He, he placed that invitation in. And... You know, once all this is done, Lucy's like, Max wants to go because he does, he plays that caring potential stepdad role of, you know, I'm not trying to replace your father. I really like your mother. I really want this to work. And then they leave. But then something that makes me want to vom a little bit, Lucy kisses that mouth that has just eaten pure raw garlic, Mm. which makes me want to throw up a little bit in my (laughs) mouth. I love garlic as much as the next person, but it's not about that life. And then we've got the group party. So this is the bit where they're all hanging out and they're watching in a tree as this bonfire's going on. Yeah. And David is like, you know, this is your first kill, it's your first opportunity. And all I could think about, and this is why vampire films have been destroyed, was Twilight when Bella's like, like sorry, not Bella, Bella's sitting there in the science room and Edward's like sniffing her and he's like, oh yeah. And he's like having to fight his yeah. feelings. And I was like, well, Twilight's ruined me for life. So... Michael manages to throw himself away from the party, so he's got that sort of resistance. He's more like Star yeah. than he is David. Yeah. And I do like that. Michael was supposed to be Star's first kill, so Star comes to see him, because uh, Michael's like floating around and he's like, help to yeah. Sam, and he eventually pulls him in. And Michael's quite angry at her for, you know, he, he blames her for all this. And to an, that first night, to a certain extent, I do feel like she was trying to seduce him to go kill him yeah and then things change because she likes him and i do love that bit in the and it's 
it's probably not even a really important line, but I always remember it, and it's when he talks about Star and he's like, your parents do her. And she's like, well, what's your name? And he says, Michael. And she goes, Michael, Michael, I like Michael. Yeah. And I love that line. I just think it's lovely. So she runs off, and then we get to vampire hunting. And this is where it gets hilarious. This whole scene made yeah. me cry laughing. So you've got Edgar, the other brother. I feel really bad because I haven't like known his name. But the Edgar, the other brother, Sam and Michael are going vampire hunting in that cave. The yeah. plan is to kill all the vampires. So they go into the cave that Michael leads them in and Michael gets Star and Lonnie out. Yeah. And <laughs> the other three go up to the cave and then see all the vampires sleeping. Um, they kill one of them and then everybody kicks off and David ends up chasing one of them, grabs the leg of Sam, Sam yeah, and he's trying to pull him back in. And they manage to get him out because when David's hand moves towards the sunlight, it sets fire to yeah. his hand. And I just thought this was such a beautifully filmed scene because you just see the single teardrop. Yeah, but he's laughing at the same time. It's yeah. like he's... He's in pain, but he's like, you but, are yeah. fucked. And then that, the, the, the ending of this scene makes me piss when he, when they say, um, when he's like, floor it, and then it's in reverse, and then they go flying off a cliff, <laughs> and they all shit themselves. He's, it's Edgar, hasn't he? He's yeah, put the thing he's, on it, he's like, shit! And he goes, nearly goes off the cliff. Yeah, that is quite funny. And then they know now that they are in deep shit because yeah. they only managed to kill one of them, so there's still a load of them left to kill. I don't know what the fuck the plan would be there, just... They went in fucking... There's three of them there, get a stake each and do three, but they'll just do one and expect no one else to wake yeah. up. I think it's crazy how deep vampires sleep, though. Like, they were making I, a lot of noise. Yeah, but I suppose... Yeah, I think that is just something that... But I mean, they're saying, like, you sleep like the dead. Yeah. I suppose they do, yeah. maybe they sleep like the dead because they are dead. So they now know that they are in a load of shit and they try and sort of, like... Kevin McAllister home alone the shit out of the house in vampire style and this bit made me laugh where they like run into the church and they're like getting out of this holy war and there's a christening going yeah, on at the front it's just shit like that just makes film funny it's not it's not cringy funny it's just naturally funny yeah and they're smashing up the garlic and they're putting it in the bath mm. and you know they've got the water guns and they're so like excited about it and meanwhile Star and Lonnie are sort of laid in bed and they're sort of being kept in a room hidden protected because Michael's thought is i'm uh i'm not going to so michael's thought is i'm not going to let anything happen to those two like those two are safe with yeah. me we'll sort something out because they work out that they're both only half yeah. so they can be saved so evening comes and grandpa's out mum's out and you've only got the boys in the house and then star and lonnie the vampires don't waste any time which I like. They just get straight yeah. straight into business. For, well, for them, they think go, go this flying, is easy. Go flying through the fireplace, yeah. Yeah, easy pickings. So they're all in the house. You've got the first one that gets killed in the bath. And I loved this scene. It was a gory one. Yeah, I've got all vampire deaths are actually really good. They're unique in their own way. But they're also very easy to kill. Mm. And also, I think it's it's either Edgar, some one of them talk about how you can kill a vampire and they list the things off that you can do you can and that's... Im implode explode do nothing burn oh i should know stake them. through oh, the heart or something like that but that's the order in how the vampires die is it yeah 
Well, the garlic don't work. Does it? I love that. I love that yes, line when the, he he's like the garlic when, he, when he starts laughing. He said garlic doesn't work, guys. Or yeah, but the holy, the holy water, water does. does. <laughs> and then uh, they splash him, don't they? And then Nanook, absolute hero dog, sort of pounces on him, finishes the him job, the bath and finishes the job. And then, like, just blood and shit spurts mm, everywhere from the, the bathroom. Through, well, not just from the bathroom, it comes through the whole house. Yeah, the it? whole it goes water everywhere, works, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, Sam's downstairs as well, and there's the other vampire, and he gets a bow and arrow, mm. shoots the vampire, doesn't hit the first time, and he's like, you missed, and he's like, not this time. That, this is probably the weakest kill, because I think yeah. the vampire's so cocky at this point, like, you know he's got arrows, yeah. you don't and fuck you, with you're that. four feet away, you'd fly around the fucking house or something, make it hard. Definitely. The others you can kind of, like, David's kill's fucking good, like, he, fl- he flings him round, and he says, yeah. you've got my blood in, in your veins, and he's like, I've still got mine, and then swings him round onto the antlers, and yeah, that's a good that kill. that is good. But yeah, the, the bow and arrow one, I just think, is a bit of a... And then Sam's like, one. death by stereo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just was... the one-liners in this film. Yeah, that was It doesn't even cool. need the comedy, because it's a good film anyway, but the comedy just helps. And what makes me laugh is when... So they all meet up in the room that Star and Lonnie are in, and <laughs> and this Lonnie, like, obviously turns... Now, very weak... I, I mean, no, it's not weird, I suppose, because it, it kind of works... But then, like, the talk about how they killed the vampire is like, yeah, we annihilated one with the holy water and garlic. Yeah, I'll put a bow and arrow through another yeah. one. And then the mattress just explodes. Yeah. And this tiny little vampire is, like, turned. And he hides away in the corner. And I think it's because, like Star and Michael, they don't want to kill, yeah, so he's, he's trying to he's keep away. Yeah, and he's scared because they've been talking about how they're going to kill all the vampires. Yeah. And but can I just say, his role in this film is fucking pointless. The little one. Like, not point, that's a bit harsh, but it's he just... He could have had more to do. Yeah, like, I, I don't know why he's in there. Like, the film could be the same without him being in there. It's for something to have a, li- a little kid that's, like, obviously forcefully been put made into a vampire. That could be quite a big thing, like, a yeah. big thing in the story, and it's just, it's just kind of there. I do think it's sort of put there, though, as well, because, as I say, you've, you've said very forcefully been turned into a vampire. The Lost Boys originates with Peter Pan, and the boys being orphans and then mm. going to Neverland. And Lonnie is one of the lost boys, but he's not a lost boy because people care about him mm. because he was on the missing poster on the milk carton. Yeah. So it's the idea that these people have taken him. And that's, but why adds, would Max want him? That's what I don't understand. It adds an element of cruelty. Maybe he misses the fact, because obviously once you become a vampire, you're immortal, you don't age. Yeah, so maybe he wanted a little kid in the family because it, that's what Max wants is his family. He wants, yeah, he said my boys. He wants a wife, the kids, and he maybe that's why he wanted um, Star because he didn't have a daughter. Yeah. And now he wants a, someone little who he can always have as a little kid. Yeah, so it could be, yeah, it could be anything like that. And <laughs> this one-liner as well is hilarious. So then st- they try and kill Lonnie and Star leaps in front of him and like, Lonnie's trying to like, attack him and bite yeah. him. And he's like, it's just a little boy. And <laughs> one of them goes, uh, holy shit, it's the attack of Eddie Munster. <laughs> Who is that? Because it's it... a little character. It's like a little demonic character right. in, a, in a horror... Well, it's like a horror musical, like a little shop of horrors. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's quite... Um... What's the word that we use for scream all the time? Meta. When you, meta, yeah. It's quite. It mentions a few horror films in it. Oh yeah, they were very aware. But then it's against are. the curve as well with the vampire rules. Yeah, I really like the fact that it doesn't keep the same. Yeah. Some of the rules are the same, and then some of them aren't, and I think that's good because it's the idea of anything goes. Like yeah. you don't know. You don't when you watch this film, your your interpretation of a vampire is not what their yeah. interpretation is. So. And there's enough of the rules to follow 
so that a vampire can be killed and turned, but not enough that, yeah, okay, we've got a set yeah. thing we've got to do. Because garlic should kill them, but yeah. it doesn't. Um, then we've got the scene between Michael and David. and There's a big fight scene. and you know, Even after what happened to David friends, David still says to Michael, I want, like, join us. So. Yeah. Well, he's got to build a clan back up, hasn't he, now? Because yeah. the shitload of them are dead. But you'd think that... Because you, you, obviously, the only person who knew where that lair was was Michael. So, yeah, he led them to it. So you'd have thought he'd have wanted to fucking get his revenge. Mm. But but maybe Max has worn him off that. And d- d- does, does David, the vampires, have feelings? Because they're not human-like anymore. True. I know Twilight says so, but let's just well, ignore that shit. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have feelings. and But, you know, he, do, he does still want Michael to be yeah. uh, one of them. And... They're having this big fight scene with the antlers, and like this, you sort of see the antlers in hindsight, and you see Michael's going for it, but then David quickly turns around, and you remember the quote, but I don't about the blood. Oh, you have you have my blood in your veins now, and he says, and I still have mine. Yeah, quickly turns him around, and then that kills David. Oh, it does it? Which at this point we still think he's a head. Yeah. Head vampire. But because Michael hasn't changed, and Star and Lonnie are no different. As soon as Max comes in and sees David's. But yeah. he starts caressing his face. You think, right, well, now we know. Yeah. But it wasn't until that point, And then he... It's that, such an eerie line when he's like, my boys have... He says something about his boys being misbehaving or something. And you just think, God, that's creepy. Yeah. And what surprised me as well was... And I don't know if you noticed it or it was maybe just me. But when David dies and, like, the light obviously comes from him. And it's like... Oh, yeah. That plays like every fucking ten minutes of the film. Um But we love it. Yeah, we do love it. I I adore it. Um he's, he seems so young. When he when he's dead What's he all saying he kinda returns to yeah, even more youthful? He's youthful sort I think of, that's maybe just because of bright light shining on maybe, him. Maybe I get what you're saying though, you're right, yeah. We see him in the film a lot when he's been turned into a vampire. And he's got like the bulges on his forehead and he's quite wrinkled because yeah. of the makeup. So maybe it's just that and the fact yeah. his face is completely neutral that it changes. But he does, he looks really young and innocent. So Max is revealed to be the head vampire. And I love the bit where he like turns around and like. Makeup oh, sort of looks good. It's so good. And so Max sort of says, you know, I still want you, Lucy. I've not, you know, I've not changed my mind about that. And. Sam sort of tries to go for uh, Max and he grabs him in a headlock and says, you know, join me. And so Lucy doesn't have much of a choice yeah. and sort of holds a hand out to him and he goes into bite and then <laughs> Grandpa Saves comes flying through and uh, a spear sort of goes through. He's got a car, he's got a bonnet, a, a trailer full of wooden, wooden stakes, stakes, essentially, yeah, like logs. Yeah. Just impales him and it was a chest. little bit of a tell earlier because when they borrowed Sam and the family, minus the mum, borrowed his car, he was hammering what looked like stakes into the ground. Well, he knew from the get go that yeah. the vampires existed because he says at the end, yeah. the last line oh, is. Oh, damn vampires. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I could never stand about Santa, Santa Carla, wasn't it? And to touch upon the final bit. When they're all hugging and stuff, it makes me piss when he was like, how much do you think we should charge for this? The, the kids, <laughs> all that. And they're looking around. It, yeah, it's just class. It was it was a great film. I just love it, yeah. And as I say, the grandpa makes me cackle at the end when like, the, she's like, Dad? Like, his house is in ruins. Yeah. Like, there's blood and bodies of young boys everywhere. 
and he just cracks open a root beer, takes a sip, and he's like, like same shit, different day. Yeah, maybe it's I. I think the the not hidden message, but the implication behind that is he's quite he's seen as quite a crazy old man. Well, maybe this is because he knows about the vampires, but no one would ever believe him. That's why he just lives out of the way and yeah. lets him get on with it. He's he's very quirky character. Like mm. when we first meet him, he's laying on the floor, and Lucy says, "You know, she's worried. She thinks he's died." Yeah, and he's like playing dead and doing a good job of it as well. And it's the idea, and maybe that goes to the rule that vampires aren't supposed to eat mm. dead blood, yeah. essentially. And so there's hints all the way through the film. That actually, this this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. And the beginning of the uh, fun facts, I'm guessing. The beginning of the fun facts. <laughs> right, your favorite bit first, obviously. What was the budget? What was the budget? Three million. Three million is that what you're settling with? Am I close? I'm not saying anything. You don't get any hints with us, Oliver. Six point five million. Okay, so you were close to 6.5. It was 8.5 million. Oh. One day, apart from Scream, and I'm sort of counting Scream as a half win because I knew you've seen that film yeah. many a times, like I have. I, I watched about, I've watched behind the scenes this stuff is, on Scream. This is the closest you've got. Well done. Yeah. Proud of you. I'm getting there. So what did the box office bring in? Fifth, uh, 65 million. Half it. Near enough. 35. 32 and a half. Yeah, thirty-two point two. I was I was gonna say around thirty million, but I always undercut it by yeah. loads. But this film yeah. wasn't a major 32. release. That's what I mean as well. It's the idea that it's not it's not a popular fan. It's a, film. Hidden, it's a hidden gem. Yeah, it's but among people who like horror and yeah. who invested in horror, it is well known. Was it? Did it? Did it go in the cinemas? I don't know. Be interesting to find out if it, if it ever made yeah. the big screen. I don't know. I want a live. I wish I was. This is what interests me about these. Like, well, it makes me wish that I was born in the 80s because I could have seen all these amazing films that came out in the cinema because I just don't feel like... I mean, I love The Conjuring. I love Insidious. I love Paranormal Activity. I went to see those in the cinema. But it does seem like horror films now follow either a found footage format or a paranormal format. Because cheap. That's why. Yeah. There's no special effects needed in found footage. Well, majority. Yeah. And it's a real shame because you can't, you don't get films like that anymore. That's why, you know, I I prefer Halloween 2018 to the original. But it's because it's that, I know, that I know. That I love it though. <laughs> I love it though. I can't help it. I want, I went through a stage of watching that every weekend. I like. I do really, really like the. I can't wait for the sequel. The, I really do like Halloween twenty eighteen, but yeah. you just, I just think the original's so good. The original's good. I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but it was underwhelming. I didn't. No. It wasn't. It wasn't my sort of thing. It was a scary. But I like Nightmare on Elm Street, and you don't like it, yeah, and that I was think, iconic. That we like different average. things in horror. I think, but Which it makes is good podcast. Yeah, and horror follows a very simple similar format to every film nowadays as a haunted house either ends well or it ends yeah. badly and then if you've got a sequel it's because the haunted house didn't really finish the conjuring and insidious stand out because they have storylines behind them that that the, the, the invest you have to invest into them it's not They're just very a, intricately woven it's not like a they? beginning middle and end it's like no. a beginning end middle start before you, you the don't beginning. know where yes. you are yeah with them and i think that's good but both of those and i don't think it's coincidence both of those are directed by james wan mm. and i think he's the only person who does it yeah the same with Saw. Yeah, Saw, Saw is a like, like you story. don't know where you are. Say what you want about the Saw films, but the storyline is fucking good. Yeah. If you watch a Saw film from start to finish, and James Wan directed those, they they are really good storylines. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Anyway, 
Fun facts. I want a little jingle in the middle of that because mine was shite. So, the original ending of the film was the vampires licking the wounds in the sunken hotel so they didn't die. So they were sort of like mm, I'm glad miserable. They, I'm glad they didn't do that because I'd have wanted a sequel. And then it this like it zoomed in and it's sort of like a very shining esque thing here going on because you were supposed to like zoom in on the vampires sort of like not dead dead. Yeah. But very injured and then the last zoom in was supposed to be on like a mural and Max was going to be, and it's from the 1900s, and Max was going to be on the mural, and he hadn't changed. Right. And it was going to be like that, with obviously a closed ending, because The Shining just left it very open, and I'm yeah. still not happy about it. There was meant to be a sequel called The Lost Girls, and so it was meant to be a sort of sequel event. See, I, I like the main cast. Oh, yeah. It's... The, pro- the problem is, is it's a film where... You're invested in the characters more than you are the storyline because it's Definitely. such a good film. So, to just it's one of them things where you can't just replace the characters. Like they tried it with Scream, like the TV series, and it I enjoyed it. But some films, the cast was just born to play those roles, and yeah. you can't take them away from it. I watched it to fill a hole. I I enjoyed this. I, I if it wasn't it. called Scream, I'd really enjoy it. But it's because it, it it's licensed. With We're Scream. never going to review the TV series, so I just want to get this out on film right now. Season two finale. Bearing in mind, everybody that. We had watched this pretty much all the way through, me and Oliver, and uh, it was a serious finale. And I couldn't watch it one night because of a certain reason. And then Oliver and his girlfriend, Shah, came over to the house and I was like, oh, should we watch the finale now? And so we all sat down and then something happened and Shah went, yeah, but we've seen this already. Yeah. The silence that erupted from that room, <laughs> you've never heard I'm anything like out. it. Fuming. I, I have... Two people in my ear all saying, I want to watch it, and I want to watch it. I thought, tell a little white lie. Well, we're supposed to watch it together. Like all of us. That really hurt that. I've put on a brave face. I think it was Shah's sister that made me watch well, I say made me. She she was really into the don't, series. Don't bring Erin into this. <laughs> don't was, try to blame Erin. She really enjoyed the series. So, yeah, that, that really hurt that. Anyway. Contact lenses. Um, the vampires were letting no oxygen get through to their eyes. And they were really, really uncomfortable. So when David cries after he's burnt, it's the reaction from his contacts. It's not acting. It's nice. because they just caught it at the exact right moment. Nice. And it's the tear from the contact when lenses. The style of the line. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this one earlier. So Santa Carla is really Santa Cruz in California. They were only permitted to shoot if they changed their name because they didn't want Santa Cruz to be known as the murder capital of the world. Cry Little Sister was written for the theme of Lost Boys. I thought it was just a song and then they used it for Lost Boys, but it was written for the film. And I didn't know that. I'd have to listen to the lyrics and maybe see if it ties in. Yeah. It doesn't, though. But it just fits because it's dark and mysterious. Yeah, it and... is a good film. A, a good soundtrack for yeah, the film. Yeah, but it's, it was written for the Lost Boys, which I found really interesting. The thing is, I can imagine in my head David singing it. When I, when I listen to the song, I'd imagine like it's David singing it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've only ever heard it through the film. Yeah. Yeah, I'd see that, actually. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. The Lost Boys massively influenced the vampire look on va- uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So the idea that vampires could look human and could escape past you mm. and then change very slightly. The reason David didn't disintegrate or do what any of the others did was because they planned to bring him back in a sequel. Oh. A sequel that never happened. They do have sequels, the Lost Boys, but not as we know them. Yeah. So they planned to bring David back because he wasn't... He wasn't actually hit through the heart. Yeah, it's like an antler either side of yeah. his chest. So that was their sort of 
opening for a sequel if it was going to happen. It wasn't going to be part of the main cast. It was just going to feature in it. Right. Michael was apparently said, the word Michael slash Mike, was said 114 times in the film. Yeah. And if you remember, actually, there's a lot of Michaels yeah, in there it. Is. There's more Michaels in it than there are. David says in a hell of a lot. Yeah. yeah. There were more Michaels in the film than there were on my first episode of Erms. That's, that's, I'm going to fact check that. <laughs> well, you not, because I've edited it. So they'll never be heard from again. I've got the originals. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you won't, no, you don't have that much dedication. It's all right. No, you're right. So, if, so this is my would you rather question before we unveil what's going to be next on our. Oh, it's my turn. It is your turn. <laughs> So, this isn't a would you rather as such, it's more of a question. If you became a vampire with Lost Boy rules, what would you hate the most or miss the most? A full um, vampire, not half. So, what, what's the, what would I hate the most or yeah. like the most? No, what? just what would you hate the most? I'd, you, you could like a few things. I'd hate the feeling of wanting to kill. But you, the, David says in it, you have to feed. You, you're yeah, immortal, no but you option. have to feed. And it's like, you can see it's that, like... Um, addict like that your body just craves blood mm. so it'd be it yeah it, it would be heaven's kill but then are you asking me in a sense am i, am I like a michael character or a david character like, well, i do i enjoy being a vampire but what's my one pet well maybe michael it? would enjoy being a vampire if he killed so you'd be a david vampire because michael's only half so you're saying like i'm one of the i am one of the yeah vampires i'm, I'm, full used, on. To, I'm used to killing yeah now. like that's just part of being yeah. a vampire what would you miss the most of dislike uh... the most Probably having to sleep all day. Yeah. Mind you, I don't think I'd mind it if it... Mind you, I'm not saying if you were in Santa Carla, wherever it was. No, you know what? I'd hate, I I'd, wouldn't mind that. I'd miss the sun the most. You'd miss... That's probably a good answer. That's what you... Because you can't go out and see... No, you, you never can. see the sun, do you? So, that, if I had... To, yeah, I'd miss going out and feel... You'd never be in hot weather again because mm. you're inside. That's a good one. What about you? I was thinking about this as I was saying it because I... I'd thought about this question yesterday while I was watching it. I hadn't written it down. But I, I'd been thinking about it all day. And I was like, actually, I don't, I don't really know what I'd miss or I'd hate. And then I worked it out while you said yours. And it's growing up. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd hate to be alive forever. Yeah. Like, to watch everybody who I'd made connections with die. But then at the same time, I probably wouldn't care. But even so, I wouldn't want to be in a world in the next 300 years. I don't want to see what no. it looks like. I don't want to not see a polar bear. <laughs> Because they ain't going to be there for 300 years. But yeah, that's I think that's what I'd miss. So we are on box number six. I can't believe we've hit more than 10 episodes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're both so not far. the most committed people in life, so we're doing mm. quite well. Okay, so box number six. See, I made much less of a meal of it than you did last I know, week. I, 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 you like to really cut your finger open. Out, you like... Right, I'm not looking. You're not looking oh, either. Okay. Ooh. Right, place a guess if you can think of you anybody. Know, you know all the ones that are in the I'm box. not placing the guess. Right. Um, you, you place a guess. I haven't opened it. It's in my hands. Jason Voorhees. Exorcist. I Exorcist. I've never watched Exorcist. Reagan. Fuck off. never watched Exorcist. I've seen clips of it. Exorcist shits life out of me. Oh, I look forward to it. It's then. not so much the Exorcist film, it's the what the actual demon looks like, because it freaks me out. It's so cheesy 80s, but it's shit scary. I know, I've seen Scary Movie 2, that's closest I've come to it. Yeah, that her, like that, doesn't bother me. It's the demon that's possessing her that right. you get glimpses of that shits me up. Reagan. Is it the oh, original we're watching? Yeah. Right. I don't think it's been, it's not been remade. The Exorcist has had a remake. No, it hasn't. I'm sure it has. 
It's had sequels. I don't think he's had a remake. I'm sure it had a remake. The Exorcist. We've had like Exorcism of Emily Rose and stuff like that, but they're not. Oh, maybe that's what It's not a remake. Oh, well, there's one planned for 2021. Is there? Yeah. Is there any news on it? The Exorcist movie remake planned for 2021, and that was posted 9th of August 2020, so that's during COVID. Oh, bloody hell. So there you go. Well, so we've got Reagan. We're going to be watching The Exorcist. Anything else you want to add? Thanks for listening. Bye.